Good afternoon, good morning. This is Mark Johnson from Loyalty360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. I want to welcome you back to our Leaders and Customer Loyalty series. In this series, we speak with leading brands about what they're seeing on the front lines of customer channel and brand loyalty. The, today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Darren Samaha. He's the Vice President of Marketing at Yesway. How are you today, Darren? I'm doing well, Mark. How are you? Good to see you. I'm doing well, thank you. Um, First off, uh, we'd like to start these interviews on a more personal level, get to know the person that we're speaking with uh, a little bit. So we'd love to know a little bit about you, your role at uh, Yesway, and also uh, maybe a fun fact you have, uh, jumping out of planes, paragliding, uh, <laughs> you enjoy doing away from work. Sounds good. So yes, as you mentioned, my name is Darren Samaha, VP of Marketing at Yesway. My role at Yesway is I'm responsible for the strategic marketing and growth of our convenience store brands. We have two brands, Yesway and Allsups, uh, really the growth across all marketing channels. My team's responsible for the launch, obviously, and management of our award-winning Yesway Rewards program, uh, also Allsups Rewards program. All the advertising that we do, our social media, as well as our uh, PR, community outreach, you know, grand openings, all that type of stuff. Uh, event marketing all falls underneath my team, which is which is really fun. We get to have a lot of touch points with our customers. Um, additionally, I was part of the integrations team for the Allsips brand into the S-Way family, which is really exciting. And I would say a fun fact of mine is that outside of work, music's always been a passion of mine. Uh, started up playing piano and moved to a couple other instruments, landed on the drums because obviously I heard smells like teen spirit back in the day. I saw Dave Grohl drum, uh, never in person, unfortunately, but uh, that led to a side passion of music, uh, gradually expanded to singing. And I've used to sing in wedding bands, believe it or not. Um, most recently, uh, you know, a couple of years back, this is, you know, prior to my career at Yes Way, but it was really fun. I got to see a lot of uh, fun times, fun parties. Uh, I got to sing a lot of different stuff. Um, so it's, Definitely a, a passion of mine. So well, that's, that's good. It. That's awesome. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if we need a singer at a conference coming up, we'll <laughs> tap on you for sure. Yeah, right, right, uh, right. <laughs> you know, for those who may not be familiar with Yesway, could you give some give us a short history uh, of Yesway? Uh, you know, where the brand is, what the brand does, kind of location, and and uh, it'd be great to have a little history. Absolutely. So Yesway was established in 2015, and we are a multi-brand. Uh, chain essentially Head, headquartered in Fort Worth, Texas. We operate about 430 stores. We are fuel and convenience. We're so we, we do both. We actually have one location that's called Allsips Express, which is a convenience only concept um, in Lubbock, Texas. So we're looking to kind of expand and do different things within the context of our portfolio. But we're located in Texas, New Mexico, um, all the way up, you know, kind of the, the Midwest through um, Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, Wyoming, Oklahoma, Nebraska, to name I think all the states, I think I got them all. So we've got quite a wide range from, you know, all the way up north, all the way down south. Um, like I said, we operate primarily under our two consumer facing brands, Yesway and Allsips. Um, and we differentiate ourselves really through our food program. That's something, one of the reasons why we acquired the Allsips brand. Uh, it's a deep fried food program, but they're they're famous for their Allsips world famous burrito. Uh, which is really something that we'll, we'll get into probably later in the conversation. Uh, we also offer a wide, wide range of uh, grocery items, private label products as well. Um, and typically we are found in um, you know, suburban to more rural uh, geographic locations. And um, that's probably going to be really our, our sweet spot you know, as we continue to grow our brands. Okay, awesome. You have uh, been into a couple of Yesways, uh, kind of Missouri area, Iowa area, correct? Uh, um, on 77, I think on uh, along 70? Yes, yes. Yeah. There's, yep, 
All right, good. Yeah. Great, uh, great food selection for sure. So, Excellent. Uh, you know, one of the things we'd love to understand is how brands are defining customer loyalty, what it means to themselves personally, and also in the brand they work for, because customer loyalty is taking a, a more a significant, uh, you know, toehold within organizations. So we'd love to know what loyalty, customer loyalty means to, to you and to Yesway. For sure. So we always try to look at it through the lens of our customers. You know, we talk about our rewards program versus loyalty because that implies, you know, they're, they're only loyal to us and it's sort of a one-way relationship. But essentially how we frame it up is that what loyalty means to our customers is a passion, love, and connection to our brand. And I'll kind of break them down, passion in the form of they only shop with us, love that they're an advocate for us, and connection, you know, they engage with us in meaningful ways, whether it's through our rewards program, whether it's through um, you know, our community. Again, we're, we operate in essentially rural communities where we're sort of the, the, the store for everything, you know, that, that typical like you know, traditional general store type thing. So our customers come in multiple times a day. Uh, maybe they're engaging with us on social media. Now that um, you know, we're really leveraging the power of the brand equity of the Allsup's food program, um, or maybe they're just stopping by the store to have a conversation with one of our associates, but it's really that, that meaningful engagement that they have with us across a wide range of uh, you know, touch points. I would say that passion um, and love and connection, it's earned. And we've, we've, I think we've done a pretty good job of earning that over time. It's not a given. It's not, it's not even a constant, especially I think in the past, you know, two to three years, you know, with uh, obviously the COVID challenges. So that's why from, from our perspective, looking at our customers, we really strive to deliver real value to them. We are a value-driven chain, again, given our footprint and, and, and kind of the demographics of our customers. And from my team's perspective, we do that through our rewards program, you know, end to end. So that's, that's my philosophy on it. That's our awesome. Philosophy on it. You talked about passion uh, a couple of times uh, in uh, the, the, you know, the, the session you just talked about. So, you know, what does emotional loyalty mean to you? Uh, it's you know, more and more important to brands uh, with regard to what emotional loyalty is, how it's defined, what it means. You know, what does emotional loyalty mean to Yesway and, and you know, how do you engender it? Absolutely. So uh, emotional loyalty, I would say, is, is someone who will almost you know, defend our brand with this like crazy, you know, passion and, and almost to the point of being like comical sometimes. Um, but that's that's really something that's that's unique. And, and, and I think any good brand strives to achieve that, you know, having having amazing brand advocates out there without that in our industry, especially a customer could turn right you know, versus left into our store. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, we sell fuel and we sell all the obviously all the stuff inside a convenience store but fuel is a commodity and without i think that emotional connection to a brand um in whatever form that takes there we're, we're not differentiated essentially um you know we can use fuel i think to get people in but that can't be just the only sticking point i think that 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 could be a fleeting thing a fleeting reason why um someone will shop with us again that's one of the reasons why we acquired the allsup brand because we knew the brand equity that that emotional connection already existed in the form of the food program, you know, food's a very emotional thing and people, you know, will, will say like, Oh, I love this particular brand that, you know, using a Starbucks example, like I love my Starbucks coffee. It's pretty rare where you hear that. Um, almost it's quite rare in the convenience store industry too. Um, so we took that food program. We said, well, how can we expand this emotional connection beyond just, just like the Allsup brand? Well, we started to introduce the Allsup food program into our yes way stores. And we started doing that last summer. And so far we're seeing, some pretty strong results. Um, I think there, those that connection has been shared with us through through social media for one thing, 
and the the stories that are being shared about you know the allsup's food or people being really excited that now it's coming to a yes way you know will come in all kinds of stuff like people will post stuff like oh you know i grew up on these burritos i'm so excited or you know hey could you cater our wedding because you know i, I we, we just want to be able to 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 share this with other people and our guests and that kind of thing and uh, people have gone so far as to get tattoos uh, literally like tattoos of like the burrito and various limbs and stuff or like the food packaging or even you know and allsup's logo so it's it's pretty cool to see that especially from the marketing team's perspective, because you can't buy that. You can't buy that emotion, uh, that emotional connection or that brand equity. You know, it's really earned over time. And, and that's, again, one of the reasons why we just felt this, this really amazing connection to the Allsup's brand, wanted to take that passion for the food and bring it over into Yesway and see what that alchemy resulted in. And so far, it's, it's really terrific. Um, I would say another thing, too, to... to continue that emotional connection. We try to elevate that food program in a couple of ways, specifically through awards. You know, we may do some interesting things with um, food combos that maybe haven't been done before um, on the ULSIP side. We also pulled all of our kind of combo pricing to rewards only as like an ad incentive to, you know, sign up for the program. Um, we'll do other things. We've got a branded program called Stack and Save, which other Convenience or retail, retailers are doing as well, which are stackable fuel rewards based on your know, product purchase. Um, so those are types, some of the things that we continue to do to really keep that connection really tight and really strong. Okay, excellent. Uh, I know you have a, a, a very powerful rewards program, uh, Yes Rewards. Can you tell us a little bit about the program, uh, how it works, how members engaged, how it came to be, and, and maybe uh, some of the program benefits? Definitely. So I've been with the company almost since our inception. Um, we started in 2015. I started, I think, in March of 2016. And one of the very first things our CEO said was, we need a loyalty program. And at the time, there was um, a wide range of providers out there, Mark. I know you're very, very, I mean, you live this stuff every day. So you know kind of the history of where things were at at that point. Um, and I think at the time, we were looking for something that was a little more robust in terms of being able to um, get more data from our program, better segment, better market, better, you know, do things that you know, further out, we could do almost like one-to-one -one personalization. So at the time, um, we ended up working with a provider who I think really, really worked well for us. We developed an earn points model where customers essentially could buy stuff, get points, and earn smiles. Smiles is our currency on the SY side. Uh, customers earn points from purchases. They accumulate into our currency. Uh, we got a pretty strong yield overall, I would say. And the smile really became a differentiator for us. Customers really liked it. Knowing the S-Way brand was, was fun based on service and sort of differentiated across those metrics and um, something that we really strive to, to, to be in terms of our operations. Customers loved it and the response is really terrific. Um, we also have a higher yield professional drivers uh, tier for those customers as well who are filling up more gallons for us. Uh, it's a really important segment for us, the truckers. We've got a lot of truck stops. So that was really important to incorporate that as well into our program. At the time we started, and even up to this point, we're both card and mobile. Our mobile engagement is quite strong, and maybe that's surprising to maybe you or some of your, um, you know, your your membership, given that we're in rural and even hyper rural markets. But believe it or not, it's quite strong, um, and that's something that we're looking to maybe address going forward. Being more mobile first, progressive web. Given we do we can do a lot more with digital, obviously, than card based customers. So we're looking at that right now. Um, but we really leverage all digital tactics, um, also in-store things to communicate with our customers, whether it be signage, um, messages that our associates convey to our customers, or digital, email, text, in-app, push, um, really all that kind of stuff. Our employees are also part of the program. It's not a separate program per se, constructed in that way, 
but they can essentially earn all the same stuff that our customers do, which is really important to us because they're one of our best advocates out there to sell the program to you know their their customers who are coming in. The, uh, the employees engaged in the program can be uh, kind of a, a bit of a challenge for brands, uh, especially if uh, you know there's big concerns uh, potentially for fraud or gaming at the point of sale, especially in a industry like yourselves where it has a more frequent customer interaction. So uh, it's great to hear that you are uh, you know enabling and allowing and empowering the customers to take part in the program because that uh, that can be a big challenge. We, we talk about it with members of Loyalty 360 about employee engagement, how to get the employees engaged and understand the value of the program. And it sounds like you're doing a great job there. Yeah, absolutely. I, I can't emphasize that enough because we can create like the best, awesome, coolest program, you know, from where we sit as, as marketers, but without that in-store um, advocacy and communication, they just won't succeed, especially in our experience in our, in, in our industry. Okay, excellent. When you look at uh, the uh, kind of state of Yesway, I know you're in the process of adding 28 stores in 2023. Customer loyalty obviously has uh, played a big part in that. You know, how does uh, the expansion plans, kind of the the food passion you have, all uh, enable the, the the tremendous growth that you're seeing? For sure, it's incredibly important in our view. Without loyalty, you know, we don't know nearly as much about our customers and what they want. We can better segment, we can better communicate, we can better drive one-to-one -one personalized offers. And what that basically just means to us from the marketing team is we, we can just continue to earn their loyalty and create a more meaningful experience for YesWay and Allsup's customers. Um, they are different, there are nuances there, but for the most part, um, they share a lot of similarities. Um, I did talk about their passion and their love and their connection for our brand, but without a rewards program period, you know, we really can't tap into all that stuff. Um, and better understand what what their wants are, what their desires are, and what's really going to move the needle in terms of a trip or like a basket build. We've also successfully measured our rewards members' customer lifetime value. We know how much they spend with us pre-registration, post-registration. Uh, we know what those acquisition costs are. And the net of that is that we're just better marketers as a result. We're better able to communicate and position the program benefits to drive more uh, guests to sign up. I, you know, I recognize maybe that's simple B2C marketing for some of the people out there, but oftentimes in our channel, it's actually really overlooked. And we like to think that we built a good foundation to really scale up. And like I said earlier, just be better marketers as a result, be more in tune to what the, the, the feedback channels are. And also my team in particular, we get out into market. We don't sit here in corporate and just say, hey, you know, what do we want to do? We have a rewards program. Let's just kind of set it and forget it. Um, absolutely not. We're in market you know, several times a month, we always do store rides, we pick a different market, we go out and we have really a set um, series of things that we want to look at when we go into store to make sure that is rewards communicated? How is it communicated? What are some of the challenges that our associates may be facing? And then how can we address those things, whether it's a fundamental to the program, or potentially, um, you know, like a simple communication piece, one market may have a lot of Hispanic customers coming in, well, you know, we need to address that in terms of our communication materials. So, um, those are really important things, I would say. I think lastly, too, is, is first-party data. Um, this is really important to us. This is something that we've built since we've launched our program. I mentioned earlier, one of the providers that we selected was, was really ahead of the curve, I think, at the time we selected them as our, as our um, loyalty provider. So with that data, we're able to go to supplier partners, you know, much like I'm sure so your, your audience does. But we can talk to people like Pepsi. Um, like Monster Energy and Hershey and say, hey, you know, we know our customers, we know them really well. We know they like a Hershey bar with a Pepsi. Let's work together to plus this up in some way, whether we're trying to drive a new product trial 
or a new combo that um, you know builds a basket, we can really do that. We can tap into more funding as a result of our data. Um, on the fuel reward side, again, we can get more funding for our stack and save program, which drives more value to our customers. Now on the tobacco side, same deal. We work with companies like Altria uh, to get more funding for tobacco promos that we then just push out to customers to drive more value and hopefully, you know, more trips and transactions. So this is, it's, it's really a big differentiator for us is, is leveraging that data. Okay. Excellent. Uh, there's a lot of discussion right now, a significant amount of discussion around kind of economic uncertainty, uh, job uh, growth remains strong, unemployment remains low, inflation's still there, uh, you know, but uh, the importance of customer loyalty is potentially a hedge or using the currency to uh, kind of weather some of the economic uncertainties. Is that something you think that loyalty programs can do? And, and if so, how, how, how do you think brands should be looking at it in that regard? In our experience, absolutely. We we didn't we didn't lose a step, you know, during the past two years during COVID. And customers were coming to us because they didn't want to go to Big Box. They weren't comfortable going there. They wanted to go to their smaller store where we did have a nice grocery offer, other things that were in stock, uh, just due to our relationships. But they felt more comfortable going to us. And and throughout that, the common theme was, you know, I I love my all steps. I love my S way. I get a lot of value from you guys. So we try to deliver value. We've tried to deliver value, I should say to one of their biggest pain points throughout all that. And most recently with inflation, which is, you know, fuel um, and fuel pricing and, and just the cost of goods going up. So we address that through stack and save, which helps them keep their fuel costs down. We also have a fantastic private label portfolio, which is national brand equivalent and if not better. So we've got really high quality value-driven food at prices that they can afford. And that's never changed. And those are like the under underpinnings for our brands, I would say. Um, additionally, I think to, to, hedge against all those things. You know, we, we do member pricing through our program and we're really seeing the results, like I said, as far as the trips and the transactions, we didn't lose a step. We were actually uh, ahead of the curve, you know, in a lot of ways. And we've had really strong performance throughout 2022. And to start off this year, we haven't lost a step. Typically when, you know, in our industry, it's a little seasonality dip. And then around the Super Bowl, once the CPGs put out all the cool new stuff, you know, we start selling it, uh, you know, we'll, we'll start to see an uptick into our spring. But um, really, it's just that value and, and being true to who we are as a brand and, and continue to really communicate that, you know, whether it's through the rewards program or advertising or in-store, again, with um, our, our associates being some of our best advocates for that. Okay. What's the biggest challenge you faced in your role as you know, vice president of marketing at Yesway, you know, uh, regarding customer loyalty, customer experience? You know, what, what kind of keeps you up at night? <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of stuff, Mark, but <laughs> it's a good question. Um, two things, potentially. So our industry is fast moving. Uh, believe it or not, it's quite fast moving. We adopt new technologies. We go where our customers are going during COVID. There were so many things that changed in our industry. And it didn't matter whether you were you had urban an, an urban portfolio or like us, suburban to even rural, um, from Olo, pickup, delivery models, other third-party integrations that expanded the scope of what we traditionally would define as, you know, a convenience store, you yeah. know, you, you convenience, you come to us because you get to fill up and then you get stuff in store. You know, that was kind of the, the, the model. Um, so I think we started to think about what we need to, what we needed to expand um, from our, our traditional offering. Um, we saw some companies were investing, you know, millions and millions of dollars on all of those things that I just mentioned. Um, given our footprint, we sort of said, well, okay, let's, let's, see how this plays out to a certain extent. We were looking at things, we were testing things, um, but given our footprint, we are a little bit different. And in our markets, our customers, like I said before, we're actually still coming in, 
Um, they didn't want to go to big box. They, they felt more comfortable with us. And that was really a, a, a insightful for us. So we said, while everyone's moving quickly, the challenge for us was really to determine what technologies were going to stay, what things were going to stay, and what things were just kind of trendy um, or maybe just fleeting due to you know outside circumstances and, and forces. So that that's going to be something that's going to be challenging to manage going forward. I know the past two, three years have been unprecedented, but our industry is constantly changing, whether it's EV vehicles or these other things, regulation on product that we yeah. have to adapt to. So we'll continue to monitor those things and try to adapt as best we can. I think second, like I mentioned before, a theme here is just really offering value for them. Stack and Save's great. It's been successful, but it's not going to stay. And others are catching up and you know they've, they've caught up and they're doing other things too. So we have to, we can't be complacent, I think, and we have to look for moments of inspiration or insight to say, hey, you know, we can take this and maybe modify it to make it different and be a differentiator for us. Excellent. Uh, when you look at uh, customer loyalty, uh, you talked about innovation. Uh, most people may not realize how innovative and how fast moving, fast charging the the C, you know the the fuel C store industry is. You know that said, what's the next big thing for customer loyalty, customer experience uh, for your brand? That's a great question too. I think two things from our perspective. I mentioned this earlier. We'll be looking to better leverage our first party data and work with supplier partners to drive more value through promotions, customer activation programs, uh, whether we're partnering with like a monster to do something cool with some of the things that they're working on and, and things that their brand are tied into, sports, music, all that kind of stuff. Um, all these things would be gated behind rewards, of course. Uh, we may look to do some type of new LTO digital sampling or even exclusive offers and perks um, as a result of leveraging that data. Um, I think those who can do that will be successful. Um, because that's what we're hearing from all of them. And there's you know a good a good kind of alignment there between, hey, this is what we're trying to do, mobile first, more data, better better segmentation, be more nuanced, do more one-to-one. -one. And they're saying, hey, we want to do the same thing. And they're making big bets and, and investing there as well. So um, all that leads to, I think, just really stronger supplier partnerships. And that's crucial in our industry. I'm like, you know, probably all industries are like that, but especially so with convenience, um, knowing how fast like our product velocity can be. But given our growth plans this year, we're excited about that. What we're hearing from supplier partners is that they're really excited about it as well. I think next, and this may be a theme for, for your membership base too, but trying to create more experiential rewards for our members may sound obvious, but we're, we're looking for ways to do this um, in the context of convenience. And one way to do that, we need to be thinking more local because we're in hyper rural markets, you know, something that it's meaningful up North may not be meaningful in our Southern regions. So that's something that we need, we need to be mindful of. One way that we're looking at that is, is some of the sponsorships that we're working on, the hospitality packages that come with it. You know, could we do something really cool uh, at the Texas Motor Speedway, for example, in Fort Worth for our Southern market? And then something up North may be very different. And if we can drive those types of things through rewards, we want someone at the end of the day to say, hey, you know what? Not only do I get like these great, this great value of fuel perks, these other things from Yesway and Allsup's, but hey, like I got to sit, you know, I got to check out the pit at the last NASCAR race or do this really cool thing that they're going to tell their friends or family about and be a memorable moment, but a result of being one of our rewards customers or our most loyal customers. So I think those are the two biggies for us. Okay, perfect. Uh, last question. What can Loyalty 360 do to help you and your team uh, regarding your customer loyalty program? Uh, any questions you have for us? Another great question too. We, we kind of touched upon it, I think at the top of, uh, of the Zoom, you know, just um, share groups are always great. I think people who are willing to, you know, share, maybe not all, like you said, the secret sauce, but just share ideas and maybe even challenges. 
I think the more we get to talking to one another, the better off we're going to be and the more that we can kind of protect this thing that we call loyalty um, and continue to earn it and do better and cooler things. So I think that's that's one. Uh, like I said, in our industry, we, we tend to be a little bit more open in some ways. And I think that's terrific. And I, I'd love to be able to continue that. Um, you know, the case studies, anything cool that's happening, being able to share that with, uh, you know, retailers like us is always great. Because at the end of the day, it's just going to elevate what we're all doing, uh, be better marketers and, and have more, you know, more happy customers as a result of it, I would say. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much, Darren, for taking the time to talk to us. It was great catching up. They've been a few years and uh, you know, it's great to hear about the growth and some of the things you're focused on. And uh, it was great to hear about the singing and the drumming as well. That's always uh, that. <laughs> I have zero musical talent, so uh, uh, it, it's always good to hear from someone that does. So thank you. Thanks a lot, Mark. Really appreciate it. It's great to connect with you again. And uh, yeah, maybe if you guys need some uh, some entertainment at one of the Loyalty 360 events, yeah, you can give me a call. Right. All right, great. <laughs> well, thank you, everyone, for taking the time to uh, tune in today. Make sure you join us back for another edition of our Leaders and Customer Loyalty Series and have a wonderful day. Thank you.